everyone and welcome to the Power Night Podcast. My name is Mika. I'm one of your hosts alongside the magic god, Cass Ang. Morning, everybody. Yeah, morning is... It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's too early in the morning and we're starting like right before a PPTQ is yep. going to happen in the store. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the, we are recording this right on the heels of uh, the finals. Or yep, no, not on the heels of the finals, the... The foot of the finals. Day yep. two is over and we're looking into day three. So we don't have all the answers. Uh, but today's episode is all about shall we ban the cat? How do we skin that cat? Mm. Uh, there's a hundred ways to skin a cat. But yeah, yeah, just need one, right? Yeah, just need one. Uh, okay, but um, before we get into that, how's your morning? How's uh, your week? We, we took a long break. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, I was here prepping the store at like 1 a.m., <laughs> moving the tables and chairs and mark, you know. Uh, so the thing is, I closed the shop. I, w- I was working yesterday, and uh, uh-huh. Mark was say- he came. He said you closed the account, so I was like, okay, that's cool. Then Ben came, so we had a beer and stuff. Okay. And then Mark came, so I was like, okay, you know, I was just after I'm done with my beer, I go out and check the store, lah. And then Mark was like saying, oh, you know, I actually got to prepare for the PBDQ stuff. And he started moving tables and chairs like alone in Santa. So I was like, dude. Why? <laughs> if you're gonna do this, why don't you tell me earlier? Cut, then you arrive a bit earlier, and then, and then we, we both do it together. And you know, or ask Jin how to come along, and you know, more hands on deck, all right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. then I asked him. So you're planning to do this alone? It's like, yeah, I was planning to like, stay here under at three a.m. I was like, why? Why? You oh God, want why? To do that? Yeah. So uh, I didn't have a lot of sleep, like four hours of sleep, I think. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you doing, are you working today? Uh, no, man. <laughs> no, you I, I don't think it. I'll stay for the, the, the stream either, like the PDQ okay, yeah. stream. Uh, no, I've got Jeffrey with me. Oh, yeah, because uh, Jeffrey is qualified, right? Yeah, Jeffrey qualified already. But uh, I think we're going to need, we're going to need some breaks along the way. Hopefully, we'll yeah. be watching a lot of uh, Jeskai Sahili decks, which uh, so, end games on like turn six. Just so. comboing out their face and like, oh, that's oh, a handshake. Yeah, okay. You know. That's what we saw like, the other time, like turn four and turn five. Yeah, but I don't. Balls I, to the wall, man. It's still balls to the wall, la, right? Like, yeah. you know, if your opponent has that one answer and then you're back to like top, top deck mode, <laughs> just, it's just feels bad. I think I watched the Sahili deck play the top deck mode. Oh my god, it just feels bad, it's, man. It's bad. It's yeah. Bad. <laughs> I, I like the tempo version though the the four the C green yeah the four color one, yeah the one I like the four C tempo green. version where they have like the aggro tempo plan instead of just combo I like I like the version of that way more because it's a decent plan B instead of just hey man the plan B is the Sahili right yeah like the plan B is Sahili and the plan A is like the tempo and yeah. even I think Jerry Thompson was explaining to LSV that he he loves the tempo version and he may have bought it the tempo into tempo way too much instead of like protecting combo pieces inside oh. Oh, That's yeah. why he lose. Yeah, but so he make the money, man. He make the money. Got a dollar money. Uh, okay, so if you haven't guessed yet, you're listening to the Power Nine podcast every week. You can find new episodes on powernipodcast.com as well as mtgcast.com and on iTunes. You can find us on YouTube. I know I've been very lazy. I haven't been making even like the YouTube version of the podcast, which is basically just a blank picture with audio. But uh, when your podcast is about an hour, it actually takes uh, a good hour for you to render uh, audio with video, which is damn weird because it's a static image. But uh, hey, who knows? I don't know how videos work. Whatever. Uh, Alright, we are going to talk about the cat But before that, like every episode We'll talk about our week in magic 
Yeah. So how? Um, what what did I play this week? Um, you gotta play modern. Yeah, yeah, I played more than I got, I got wrecked on stream as usual. Um, oh yeah, I don't watch the stream though. Wait, who was I playing against? Oh yes, I was playing against. Wait, I can't remember who was my first opponent now. Oh, uh, okay. But I remember getting like utterly destroyed. I think like destroyed or yeah. you, like as bad you, as the previous week where uh, I had two lands <laughs> and I fetch and cast shadow doubt. Yeah, that kind of wreck. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but the rest of my games were fine. I beat a Tron in the Green Black Rock. Uh, because oh, finally, both me and my opponent made a mistake. So I cut. So my opponent goes prismatic star turn one, mm-hmm. and then I have pitting needle on my hand. So you know, being the you know the anxious spider, I, I cast pitting needle and name chromatic star, uh, prismatic star. So I didn't say anything. I just named it, and then we play, 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 and then we. So I basically had him in the long story. I had him locked down. I had ghost quarter him like two times, two minutes, minutes, like one time. Okay. Strip his hand with multiple torsies and Liliana, and then at the end of the game, I won game two, and I basically went two zero against the Tron player. Uh, a spectator, a friend was like saying, "You know, you guys both messed up you because you name, the you, name, you name the star, but he can still activate it because it's tagged onto a mana ability." Huh? So the star, the the, the, oh, the star is a mana ability. Yeah. So the star is the draw source, the draw card, sacrifice and draw a card and add mana. So pitting needle can't affect mana ability. So it's actually tagged on along with it. It's not a separate line. I believe so. Really. I mean, that's what I was told, but you know, I was too tired to like double check. No, oh, man, Prismatic Star is an activator ability. Prismatic, yeah, it's the star. I can't, I'm quite sure it's the star. Or one of the, the, uh, the artifact rocks. Prismatic Omen of. Is it Prismatic? The, the ones that Tron played. Chromatic like, Star, right? Yeah. Chromatic, chromatic star. star. No, Chromatic Star is. Uh, uh, it. Man, that's not a mana ability. It's not? That's not a mana ability. Okay, then that's, uh, I made the right call. I was, I was blindsided by the comment, but all I knew, <laughs> all I knew is that I, I lucked out, I man. Every, every time that he was about to go online, I like top deck like a ghost quarter or like a Fulminator Mage. <laughs> but the reason why my Fulminator Mage count was so high is because I haven't bought my Damnations and Maelstrom Power. So I put oh. four Fulminator Mage in my sideboard. And then just like... Phew, so I was just like, here, here you go, here's my sideboard. <laughs> uh, thank God it's good against Tron. Uh, oh man Yeah But I'm gonna change the R's on this week I think it's slightly better uh, Yeah I mean Siege Rhino Voice of Resurgence Path Makes the deck oh, a like the, better Just the uh, The good stuff Good stuff up, good stuff, Abzan The Abzan good stuff deck Yeah I, I like the deck a lot uh, I think it suits my playstyle Because I, I'm using money To cover up my weakness <laughs> my weakness of not thinking so, through my prayers. Yeah. I just slammed the rhino. Here's man. a two hundred dollar card, bro. You have an answer to it, you know. Uh, but actually, I do like the play. Uh, it is very versatile. It goes mm-hmm. control to mid range, and there's an aggro option. Like if you draw but a the, certain the sequence of hand, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the tech that I saw somebody replace green flares of voice or resurgence because of fatal push, and yeah. I kind of, I kind of like the idea, being able to get a token out of it anyway. Yeah, uh, like exactly. I, push, it's fine. I still feel like uh, Voice of Resurgence is still good. Like I don't understand why Green Flayer made the cut. Green Flayer, I understand, like gets becomes a four four, so it's like a Tamagoyf that grows. Yeah. But uh, you know how how often do you get all those stuff in the graveyard? Like you have Thought yeah. Caesars. Yeah. You have. So Inquisition is your sorcery. You know you've got Dismember, which is uh, instant. Your fatal push is instant. Uh, abrupt decay. Uh, you've got your fetch lands, yeah. and then you're assuming that one of your creatures die. Yeah, assume your creatures die, or one of the Lilianas get uh, you know taken on by your hand in Inquisition cause leg or mm. combat damage, right? So, but that's like, eh, but I th- that's I, very iffy, man. That's but after after playing this iffy. kind of deck, what I realized is that because your land count is a 
a decent about half of your deck with about 25 land count mm-hmm. Grim Flayer is actually a, a pseudo dark confident that needs to attack because okay, one, you with, can... with the attack it grows bigger secondly I mean it does quite a fair, fair bit of damage unblocked or blocked and then uh, with a with yeah. a dark confidence you can control what you're drawing. Yeah, with a dark confidence you can control what you're drawing. And even without it, it's still a pseudo draw. It's like 0.5 of every card draw. Mm. Because you throw two maybe you throw one. You're scrying, two you're basically almost scrying. Yeah. Uh, you're keeping the best cards. And the top. best thing is that even with the scry, you're actually feeding the time of as well, because you might be throwing stuff you That's don't true. really need to draw at the moment. Yeah. Okay, so Green player yeah. made this thing, but I still feel like Voice of Resurgence definitely yeah, yeah. I, has to be included in the deck because, you know, Fatal Push is going to be a thing yeah. still. Uh, but once again, with no modern pro tour, it's very hard for us to take out cards. Who like you, cares? You can, I mean, I love modern, man. I, when I watch standard sometimes, it, just feel, it feels bad, man. It just feels bad. You can bad. just run nonsense and people will be like, yeah. oh, this deck works. Like Martin Fimbo, man. Shared faith, bro. Shared, Shared faith. faith uh, oh, man. You didn't see him play? He no, I didn't watch that. He for some time. Uh, <laughs> then he switched out back to Anosium. That deck is just so cool. It's just so cool, man. Oh well. Okay, uh so for my week imagine do you play anything else? I didn't play the PBDQ yeah. yesterday. You Yeah, yeah, you I went to go play the PBDQ, right? yeah. How do you do? Uh I opened so my first pack I opened the Chandra. I was like, oh. okay, so this is definitely a colour. This is maybe a colour that I want to go into. Okay. Second pack I opened a Laugh New Helion. I was like, yeah, this is the colour I wanna go into. <laughs> And uh, well, I went four and two. I made ninth place. So I didn't. Oh, I didn't make it in the top eight. X two didn't make. Oh right, X2 because the breakers were bad. Uh, no, my breakers were the best of all the X twos. My breakers were the best. That's weird. Uh, but there were fifty three players. Ah, that's why okay, I didn't make it in the top eight. That makes sense. So if there were one less player, yeah, I would have made it in the top eight because uh, yeah, I got I got wrecked by like the best players around. I was like, hmm. Very nice. Who so who won yesterday? I, I, they were still playing at uh, ten PM, I think. No, they were playing past like twelve. I oh didn't. My. I didn't find out who who won. But uh, yeah, it was quite. It, it was quite fun. Uh, my deck was very aggressive. It was a red white aggress- uh, red white aggro deck. And I think one of the best plays that I made was turn two, uh, either goat minor. Okay. And then that's the one when you attack, it gets you get, two energy. Yeah. Turn three, love new Helion. Wow. And then it produces two energy. I swing it. I get additional two energy. I can pay the two so energy. So every turn, I can just keep oh, keep paying for the love new Helion. It's like four, this? four. Oh, that's crazy, man. That's so seven. Okay, so that's seven damage. And yeah. then uh, the guy decides to block my either goat minor okay. the next turn. Okay, okay, fine. And then the the very next turn, I drop a brazen scourge. The wow. three three uh three three haste guy. So another seven points of damage. Then kind of like mm, I left six points of life. How do I win this game? Scoop. <laughs> so that was like the fastest game. Like end, ended the game on turn five. That's kind of sick pool, I think. You know, like this. Yeah, I, th- I thought my pool was... Okay, so my pool was very uh, removal-like. All okay. I had was a Chandra's Pyro Helix. I had two of the... The very bad ones, uh, Chandra's Chandra's Revolution, uh, the one that deals four damage and tap down on land. Yeah, so I, I I did body in against like the bigger decks, but uh, you know generally the deck tries to end the game on turn five, turn five or turn yeah. six, and uh, if I hadn't end the game by then, they're like mm, sure I lose. It's yeah, okay. but I mean Chandra. I mean regardless of what you score, maybe you, you open Chandra. I think covered yeah, some fair cover, uh, covered some of it. Uh, yeah. Open the Rishka and one of my prize packs. Oh, you so open Rishka as well. Yeah. Wow. I mean, everybody thought Rishka was kind of eh. I, I, I looked at the cards like, yeah, this card. No, this card is fine. This card is, this card is incredible, fine. right? Yeah, three mana, three mana for 4 4. 
uh, essentially you get four power, four toughness, and then yep. you get a ram. Uh, what I'm thinking of doing is to make a mono green or like green oh, black Rishka made, ram deck. We actually made the mono green deck already. Uh, Wilson built it, and I does he have Rishka? Yes, inside? I put it. So yeah. I edited the deck for him yesterday. I put in Rishkas and Verdus Gearhawk. Yeah. So it's and it's six drops, <coughs> six to ten drops. Uh, which is Ulamog. Uh. And the rest of the big Aldrazi's numbers in 10, so it's 1-6 of his deck. Yeah. The rest of his deck is like the the 2 mana werewolf, the 1-2. One, the uh, one that produces 1 The mana, one green. Yeah. Uh, he plays Sylvan Advocate. And 3 drops, he plays Rishka, turn 4. He has 4 drops, he has uh, Bristling Hydra, turn 5, he has Verus Girl. So I told him... Isn't it hilarious? It's like, incredible, because if you go werewolf and Rishka, when you untap, you can cast your 6 drop, which is your Worldbreaker, I mean your spawn of... Uh, What's uh, that? Oblivion Soul. Oh yeah, you, you can, can hit Oblivion also, also uh, steal all the lands steal and then cast another ridiculous <laughs> job. So the deck is just uh, it doesn't have a lot of removal. It's just mid range ramp uh, into like so kill yeah, your just face. threat and threat and yeah. threat and threat and threat and like okay, you got answers, no, then yeah. you die. Because when it hits critical mass every turn, and it, I put in some amount of grapple. So even if you manage to remove several Aljazis, <laughs> you can, you can grapple it. it. And he, with Wallbreaker, he plays four Wallbreaker. So no matter how you hit it. It's, yeah, you can. You, you always get the get back, back, and then yeah. So, so yeah, I like the deck idea a lot. It's quite janky, but we need to refine it because the sideboard is pretty hard to build with only green. Use a uh, scrounging banda. I was thinking of going Scrounge like one banda, drop, okay. one drop into scrounging banda. Okay. And then the turn that you get uh Rishka, then you can put more counters on other ah, stuff. Okay. And then you can basically tap those for for, for mana, mana. And then you know you go one, two, and three drop, and then suddenly there's a gap. Yeah. And then it's like six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Rishka is a ridiculous card to be fair. It's 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 I, fine la, It's fine. It, it's ridiculous because it's not overpowered, but at the same time, its utility is so high because even if you don't want to tap for green mana, which you only can tap for green mana, so it's yeah. fair. It it pumps your creatures up and gives and them an extra ability, which I think, <laughs> in my opinion, for a three drop, what is it, a two two or a three three? It's a two two, yeah. For three drop two two, this basically is three drop four four, right? Yeah, and then now it gives. Uh, it's a Elvish Mystic kind of card. Yeah. And yep. it makes other cards Elvish Mystic. <laughs> so it's, it gets redonkulous, right? Feels I, I good. Feel, Feels good. Yeah. But I got to refine the Mono Green deck. Uh, what I found, when I was thinking through, it felt very hard to to deal with the Sahili decks, especially the 4-3 oh, yeah, yeah, ones, yeah. Uh, where you have the Vir- uh, Warlord Virtuoso and it creates the like, tokens and just chumps you every turn. Yeah. You know, you got you to gotta play like I don't know. You gotta play some. We we're thinking about things. prey upon. We we're thinking about like half Kiran, where you can't deal with the flyer, so you like put in more um, key to the city, man. Key yeah. to the city. Some janky shit. Yeah, right there. All right, uh, let's get on with the rest of the show. Okay, so today we are going to answer the question: Should we ban the cat? Uh, how we're gonna approach it? Like we are on day two of the uh, pro tour. Yep. Just ended day two. We know our top eight. Uh, and congratulations to our top eight players. Who are the top eight? Let me see. I had the oh. Yeah, I had the this thing. Uh, our top eight: Marcio Cavallo, uh, and Lucas Esper, Bert Holt, Liu Yu Chen, or Yi Chen. Yeah. Right. Liu, Liu Yichun. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. Donald, Donald Smith, Jan Kizander, uh, Martin Yuza, which oh, we yeah. like the deck quite a lot. Yes. Eduardo Saigalik, and uh, PVD. Oh, okay. Was, uh, PVD made it. Okay, that's, yeah. that's nice. Uh, so, in the top eight, there are six, 
Um, it's so sad to say six, six. Madu vehicles decks. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a while. Uh, one Jan Energy deck and one Black Green Delirium deck. And zero Jeskai Sahili or four color Sahili, whatever copycat decks. Oh, yeah. Zero, yeah. absolutely zero. <laughs> Uh, uh, but the thing is, before going into this, like we're all griping, we're all complaining. Hey, man, uh, the cat combo is no fun. Games end on turn four. Like if you don't have an answer, yeah. you know, just like how, uh, what's what's that? Uh, yeah, Splinter Twin works. You know, Splinter Twin can end the game on yep. turn four if you're not careful, and yeah, we. That's why Splinter Twin got banned. So yeah. Uh, drawing from that, like, do we ban this deck or do we ban like one of the pieces? Previously, we banned the Splinter Twin, which is the one that makes the copies. Yes. Should we be banning uh one of the combo pieces? Yeah, right? either Sahili or Felida Sovereign. Uh, I I mean I know my. So answer. Let, yeah, let's let's give an answer first. Okay, my answer is no. My answer is yes. Okay. Okay, so let's. So this will make for an interesting show. Yeah. Right, okay. I guess. So. Let, let's do the breakdown, okay? What went into the Pro Tour? So, uh, we're going to have... Uh, what, yeah, what were the archetypes on day one? We had 22% of the, uh, of the few running Madu vehicles. We had 17% running Jeskai Copycat Control. Uh, we had 15% running Black Green Constrictor. Uh, another 7% running Black Green Delirium, 6% running uh, 4 color copycat, 3.5% uh, running Blue Red Control, Grixis Control, as well as Jeskai Control, uh, and then the rest of them like Green White Tokens and Blair. There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff down, down the road. Uh, I was surprised to see right at the end of the table White Blue Spirits, which I've been advocating. Uh, and it shouldn't be white blue, it should be Esper Spirits. Well, then he did play Esper Aggro, but it wasn't Spirits for sure. But it wasn't Spirits, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, he did pretty well. Like, uh, yeah, he did, I mean, he did I better think, than expected. I think Danny might have outperformed himself. Yeah. I, I think which is good. But my my fear as a friend is that he will go to his head, and then you know it goes. To, it makes it, his bitches too big. Our pro two. Yeah, pro two day two player man. Whoa, yeah. so good this game. Uh, but yeah, I did. I do think he did well. Uh, we were rooting for Kelvin Chu who went ten three at uh I can't remember I'm which dead. round. But after the next then, break, we didn't see him in the top eight names. <laughs> we were like, oh, he's gone. You know? Well, hopefully he'll be on the Proto train, you know, because uh, we uh, enjoy ten watching. 10 11 4 would make you to the next. Yeah. To the next set, but he's already a silver, silver pro. Yeah, so. I mean, but it's it's good to find the points, right? If you're a pro player, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, so, but I, it's the I, curse of the curse of the feature match. Us Singaporeans can't play feature match. I, we crack under pressure. We crack like. Eggs, man. Like, you, guys, you guys suck. Yeah, you, you not know, watch the Kevin Chu game we're watching. It's like, I don't know. Like he, that was bad play after bad play. He, he blocked, he like made one wrong block and he was all slightly downhill from there. Yeah. And then he just drew land, land, land and then he's like, prank. <laughs> you know, it's like, he's watching like a egg slowly cook itself. <laughs> it's quite, I mean, it's quite sad. On the hood of a car. Yeah. Like, wee. You know, we, oh, we all know Kevin Chu is a good player. But, you know, watching the feature, man, it's just like, I have my doubts now, even though I've played <laughs> yeah, against yeah. him before. <laughs> He's good, man. He's, yeah, he's good. good. He's good for sure. Uh, okay, so... That was the that was the metagame on day one. Yeah. And uh, 
well, we we see that yeah, the top two decks, Madu Control. Well, with the top three decks and the decks to beat, Madu Control, Jeskai Copycat, and uh, Black Green Constrictor. Like these were the decks that we expected to see yeah. going in. Maybe Madu Vehicles. Madu Vehicles definitely we were expecting yeah. to see because that was uh just you know a hard counter to Jeskai Copycat. And yes. Just depended on how many uh you know yeah. Copycat decks you would face. And uh, we had this discussion, or like me and Joshua had this discussion between Madu Vehicles and Black Green Constrictor. Okay. Like, which one is is better? And uh, we came to a consensus that, you know, the Black Green Constrictor deck has bigger, it's just as aggro. The nut yep. draw is just as aggro. And your creatures are bigger. Okay. So, the question is, why would you run, uh, you know, Madu Vehicles over Black Green Constrictor? Hmm. Uh, just that there are some yeah okay. I mean in, in a vacuum if if I mean from what we see in the metagame so the mm. pros understood the metagame that will be appearing and uh, yeah. the various matchups so I mean in my mind when I, talk, when I think about non-nut draw based on just uh, creature value and in terms of plays I do actually feel that the Malu vehicle has much more room for diversity in their plan and they, mm. they can go pure aggro but it can go late game. Like later. But the late game isn't as fantastic as um like the black, the green. black green. Yeah, the black green but late usually, game is like But usually with the, the start type of seven card hand keeps that the pros are getting and you know, them being pros and drawing quite well. <laughs> uh, usually the black green Are you suggesting that they're palming cards onto the top uh, of the what I'm suggesting yeah, is that they're seven there card be- palm. <laughs> what, what I'm suggesting is that you know they're there because you know they're luck- lucky, you know, they're lucky enough to like, give us a good feature match by actually drawing <laughs> non-lands all the time and flooding out. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, based on what I saw, usually the Malu vehicles put enough pressure on the board where the Black Green has to chump with his uh, Constrictor early on oh, yeah, uh, before okay, he yeah. gets like his uh, Walking Ballista. And even if he has a Walking Ballista... He needs like four mana to, to just keep... Yeah, to keep it alive from non-shocks. Mm. So usually most of the time it puts enough pressure that they have to trade at a disadvantageous position. Mm-hmm. And by the time they get like their Gear Hawks or anything else, it's a bit too late. Yeah, Which is okay. why I'm wondering, like so when I watch, consistently yeah, they can consistently do they can put pressure okay. on the green black. Okay. Uh, but my my when I saw the deck list, my only question was if you if you're a pro and you knew that the mother vehicles going to be quite uh, represented, why are, why is there not enough uh, Yahini's expertise? Correct. That's, yeah, that's, that's my that's my take. That's my only question when I'm, I'm looking through the deck list and stuff. I guess uh, people were wonder- People were kind of figuring out that okay, Jeskai Copycat will be the one that's uh, yeah. that we got to beat, which is why there's a lot of like maybe there's more fatal pushes and there's more uh, grass or darkness. Yeah. Uh, instead of having you know like board wipes like yeah. uh, Yahini's expertise <coughs> and stuff but like that. But even in the mirror for Madu vehicles, I believe that Fumigate was the tech choice for the sideboard. Yeah. So it, it's not like you know the sideboard is unavailable for attacking against certain scenarios mm-hmm. and I do feel that the green-black uh, yes, if they draw the nut they are hun- they, I think they are, their game 1 wins are much percentages are much higher than the Malu vehicle yep. but based on normalised draw I think Malu vehicle has a like maybe 65-35 matchup with them Based on just uh, normal okay. hand variants and just drawing land spell spell land. I think I think it's a bit closer lah, but yeah the, that that seems to have <laughs> come out uh, in in this pro tour, I mean, like the the way we theorized, me and Joshua theorized was that, uh, and I'm and I'm very sad that Joshua is not here today because this is a yeah. conversation that was that was very well thought of, but uh, you know, <laughs> just maybe did not uh put into account like meta game choices and yep. like uh, you know sideboard sideboard tech. Those 75 cards, those extra 15 cards are very important yes. to the game. Like, if you do not prepare for a certain meta game, uh, you know, you you just get wrecked. 
okay, so uh, clearly, Jeskai Copycat is not the top, you know, not the most represented deck there. Yes. Uh, it is one of the most. Uh, we don't see a lot of it move into day two as well. It did not make the top eight. So uh, the next thing that we should be examining, and I think this is more important, is the 20, uh, 24 points and above decks. Yep, okay. Because those are representative of, uh, you know, eight wins, nine wins, ten yes. wins. You know, they go perfect runs for the, for the constructed, league, the right? constructed days. Yep. Because, uh, you know, the... Pro Tour isn't just about constructed. Yes. The Pro Tour is about uh, drafts. And those people who make it a top eight are the ones who know how to draft. Yes. Marcio Cavallo is yes. the draft king. He is last year's... Uh, yeah, I heard you know, the, X1 per, per limited. A limited uh, not, or something like that. Yeah, so yeah. throughout the entire year, he lost one limited round during all the pro tours that he attended. Yeah, it's insane. Insane. It's insane. He only lost one game. He is he's the king. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that is yeah, that's the that's the nature of Pro Tour. So we yeah. do, we might not see like uh those top eight decks make it there because you know you might not yeah, do yeah. very well at uh, uh at, yeah, I mean I do, I do feel that uh if you're making day two uh, and you plan to because you know you're already there. You should have practiced draft uh, <laughs> because I, anyway, draft has is a lot about deck building skills. One uh, yes. choices. You don't have to do the L two of drafting where you know you're trying to soul read what your opponents, your left and right are taking in terms of colors. You don't have to read that hard into maybe pack one. You you start getting a good read at pack two by no, knowing get, the right you get choices. Get a good read at the halfway through a pack one. Yeah. So, like. but then uh, like. You, you concentrate on what you're taking the right choices of cards yeah, correct. knowing what's your first to last pick you don't really pack. need to know how yeah, to you don't send really signals need to know how well you bad. need to know how to read signals but you don't yeah. need to know how to send signals you, you don't need, really yeah. care and you need to remember like what bombs are passed I think that's like the minimal if mm. you're at a pro tour stage and yeah. being con- uh, limited so and of course combat math uh, you know making decisions correctly they're all part of playing constructor as well Yeah. so all these skills fit well for the guys at the top 8 who are always represented at the top 8 the pro tours top 8 exactly yeah. so like you, I mean you can't disregard like one aspect of yes, it yes Shota Yosoka where, where, where is he now where was my blue black Tesseract deck yeah we're man. all waiting for it uh, he's still he's still a fantastic <laughs> player but you know everybody was like yeah he's gonna make the Tesseract deck where is he now bro Okay, so uh, moving into yep. the uh, 24 to 26 point standard decks and you can find all this on the Magic, uh, the Wizards website, magic.wizards.com. Uh, so first up on the list is uh, Madu Vehicles piloted by Dono Smith. Secondly is Madu Vehicles piloted by Ryan Cubit. <laughs> Thirdly is Madu Vehicles uh, piloted by Paolo Vito uh, Damo da Rosa. Uh, and then finally we have a Jeskai Copycat Control by a Japanese Fujimura uh, Kazuaki uh, we have another Madu Vehicles deck we have another Madu Vehicles deck uh, we have interestingly a Sotai Delirium deck okay. this one is cool this is one of the decks this is what I was thinking of uh, when I was uh, like, okay. I, I don't, I don't have the good idea of what the deck this run. Uh, Sutai it. Delirium, uh, plane swap. It runs two Liliana, Last Hope, uh, okay. eight creatures only, two Ishkanas, one Noxious Gearhawk, two Tyler Tracker, and three Torrential Gearhawks. Okay. Uh, sorceries. It runs two Pick the Brain, four Traverse Overwall, 
And then the rest of it is just control elements. Negates, fatal push, glimmer of genius, grapple the past, grass with darkness, um, so to the just, slaughter, disallow, over, overwhelming. So it's just mid-range good stuff so time, right? Like exactly. All the gear hogs, all the removals you can ever fit in. Well, best black planeswalker that you have available. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, well, yeah, I think I like the idea, but it's kind and of... And then three vessel on this and see. It's kind of pricey for a deck, right? I mean, like... Uh, yeah, but uh, look at it. He made, like... This is a uh, 20... 26 point it deck. It feels like... Though, like, thinking of, like, the variant, it feels... 24 points. It feels kind of bad, man. You know, like... <laughs> tireless trackers, just, you know, flat out... Suddenly, lie like... Lie down to shocks, you know? It's just, like, you know, roll over, try not to cry, cry a lot. <laughs> Uh yeah, I I like the deck. How do you idea. think you get delirium, man? You gotta let your tireless trackers <laughs> die. They're like the, they're the come please hit me hit me. They got a target on them. So like you force you like, hey bro, attack me, man. I'm gonna block. Man. <laughs> Don't give me delirium. Are you gonna are you gonna you know block my attack? <laughs> you looking like slightly come, come, like, block bro block. Uh, Lisha Ten was piloting a Madu vehicles deck as expected. Well, I was half expecting him to do combo because he is okay. a combo player. Uh, another Madu Vehicles deck Green White Tokens Pascal Maynard This one's also very interesting uh, No Oh it's got quite a few creatures But yeah It's just Green White Tokens uh, Black Green Delirium By McLaren, uh, Sean McLaren Okay uh, Madu Vehicles Again By uh, Nakamura uh, Black Green Constrictor Brad Nelson Another Madu Vehicles uh, Black Green Constrictor Madu Vehicles Black Red Aggro. Ah, this one is Sebastian Pozzo. Oh, it's the same. It's oh, okay. not the Indian Indian village okay. dude, but it's the same deck. You know, okay. three yeah. Chandras, four uh, Inventors Apprentice, four Bomba Courier, four Forerunner Slaughter, four Scrap Heap Scrounger, three uh, Pianala. Does it have? Oh, it doesn't have. Um, <coughs> what do you call it? Uh, key to the City. Yep. That is a travesty. Man, you just love uh, the card too much, right? Yeah, no, no, that card is good. Yeah, is yeah, good. the card is good, no <laughs> doubt, but you know, the deck is solid without Kiri City. Uh, another Black Red Aggro, um, uh, another Madu Vehicles, another Madu Vehicles, and that's it. So that's primarily Madu Vehicles and then one-offs of so other it's one stuff. So one in 24 copycat, um, like... 18 what 18 24 Maru vehicles and then yeah, the rest two, like yeah, one two, green two, white one, two yeah. red black there, and Lili. two this thing yeah. so and one Sultai one Sultai Delirium that was like oh man how <laughs> did you make it into that, this, that's this, the important man. one right <laughs> uh, so it is impressive these decks are impressive yep. and Madu vehicles was obviously the uh, well uh, we, we've I guess we've rationalized this, like why the Jeskai copycat deck isn't in the top eight or isn't even in like the 24-pointer decks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because Madu Vikos was so rampant. And Madu Vikos is... Um, how would you say it? It's... Uh, yeah, it's just good, I guess. Yeah, uh, it's fantastic. It is a very good... Uh, what do you call it? It's a metagame choice. It's a very powerful metagame yeah, choice. Yeah. I mean, um, like... And, and which is why, uh, for me, I've derived at the conclusion that uh, copycat or any one of the pieces of copycat won't get banned. And mm. and actually, now I take the reverse role because uh, when we talk about banning of cards, my staunch belief in the past videos if you've been keeping up is that banning should occur when cards are too oppressive. Whereas mixed stance has always been 
we will work around the problem and we'll eventually evolve a meta yeah, game yeah. to be so the car. It's but the right free, now, it's the free hand market. Yeah, the, the, the free, laser fair. The, invis- the visible hand, right? The visible yeah, hand yeah. theory, right? The, the market will correct itself. Yeah. So I've always been the mm-hmm. other way around. But this time <laughs> around, we reverse. I agree. I the feel market that, has corrected itself. Yeah, yeah. I feel that it shouldn't be banned, but Mick feels that it should be banned. <laughs> so we're kind of reverse now. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. so. Kind of weird proposition, I think. Yeah, okay. So the market, that, I mean, I. We have seen the meta game has yep. fixed itself. Correct. Uh, if you play Maru vehicles, you've got a better, you've got a higher chance of winning against mm-hmm. the copycat deck. It's not, let's say, you know, hundred percent wins, yeah, yeah. but you you have a better way to deal with the copycat deck. If you are playing the red black aggro, yes. you have a really good chance. Yeah, have a good of package that, of yeah. removals, even on game one blind, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, a good package of removal, a good, uh, you know, that's reach. You're aggressive. Yep. Uh, and if you're playing against the copycat deck, which is the second highest, uh, second highest represented deck, like you will just almost steamroll yeah. over them. Uh, unfortunately, when you face against the Madu vehicles deck, like yeah, yeah, not not a good idea, man. Because <laughs> riggedy riggedy wreck. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm looking through the 20, uh, 21 point decks, 21 to 23 point decks, and I don't see a lot of uh, just guy, con- uh, just guy copycat decks. There's one. Yeah. There's like one. This is. Wow, this is a pretty long list. There's one, there's two. There's more green, white, there's three. Yeah, okay, so there's, there's yeah. sizable, uh, sizable. It's. it's I mean, I, I was I was blindsided complaining to Mark that, you know, I felt like coming back to standard, but after watching the protest, all my other vehicles, and like, it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, being blindsided by your head, because actually there's quite a lot of decks, there's red, black, there's your soul tie, there's, <laughs> there's all your janky stuff, and then he was like, yeah, you know, actually you're right, there's quite, I mean, the meta game is quite diverse and healthy right now, yeah. and I think I think it's fine, and, and that is also why, I mean, before coming today, I already knew that, I, I used to, before the proto and before watching everything, I was quite afraid of another banning standard banning which was you know mm-hmm. obviously the copycat but now I've changed my mind uh, because clearly the pros will lead the way right because yeah, they're, exactly. they're the ones they evolving the meta game the, yeah. and the reason why flip side we don't see it from modern I, I mean I'm going to go with my point now mm-hmm. uh, uh, the reason why we don't see it evolving as per modern and why I can't agree with Mick that we shouldn't we shouldn't ban cards in modern is because we don't have modern pros anymore and we are we are the innovation has slowed down. We don't have accelerated yes. like. And as the community grows for mm-hmm. modern, uh, when you don't have protos for people to lead innovation, because all you see are modern leagues, people playing the same stuff again and again. Yeah. People will start complaining, and people will go ban, which you originally felt wasn't right. Yes. And I felt it was correct <laughs> as Watsi as if if I'm thinking in Watsi's position, I felt that you know that was the right decision because now we don't have the pros leading the innovation to say like, hey, don't worry about this accident because you know the pros are developing Y deck, so you can actually play Y deck. Yep. And when Y deck gets too rampant, it's Z deck. Correct. Uh, but without the protos, you know the easiest solution is just like, hey, you guys hear a card? Let me ban it for you here. Here, bro. Here's a type on the back. It's okay, man. You know, you don't do cry. It. Here's a blanket. Let me cover you. Warm here's, and safe. Here's your pillow and yeah. your pacifier. So. Now, now the the same the reverse scenario has happened in standard. So mm-hmm. initially, before the proto, we saw a whole bunch of copycats even in the store itself. Yeah, we it saw was you rampant. Know, exactly, Star City Games, yep. Star uh, City Games, Big Magic, whatever, whatever leaks, whatever pros they're talking about copycat the four C yep. version or three C. But going to the proto, uh, when we actually started seeing the constructed play, we mm-hmm. I started to look at the deck choices and the cards selected, 
And it made a lot more sense and to as to why the copycat isn't as represented in the top 24 to top 8. Yep. Because the pros have decided like, hey, there's a way to beat this deck. And there is to play and a very hyper-aggressive deck. Hyper-aggressive or a deck that forces your opponent to play in a style that doesn't suit them. So a combo deck cannot take in, intense board pressure. That's mm-hmm. why the 4C copycats are around. So their way of uh, solving the problem is to play more creatures, World of Virtue, so create token, chump block, yep. till they get the safe, safe green light to cast their combo and win the game. So that's fair innovation, right? So you solve a problem. Yeah. Uh, uh, you have like main yeah. board, like ma- more fragmentized main board. Yeah. Uh, Deal with the hard appearance because you know you can't you can't block um you can can't block the flyers. Yeah. Because the four C or three C version doesn't really doesn't, play hard appearance. Exactly. Uh, harness lightning doesn't kill it. Shock doesn't kill it. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, you can't play unlicensed disintegration as well. So I think the meta game has evolved, and what we always fail to give credit to to the community is. When it is a format that is being played competitively and there's a lot of money on the line, the meta game will evolve more and rapidly we'll than we think so. Yes. And problems that we thought that were too oppressive, like Emraku, will be eventually solved. However, now when you look back, and if Emraku and Smuggler's Copter and Reflector Mage was not banned, I think this Proto might still be Aetherwork Marvel into something ridiculous because... Where can you squeeze Aetherworld Marvel? Into the Sahili decks, man. The Sahili decks. And what? that's what they're doing. That's yeah, the and, and guess what? They can thing. do that. And they, you know what? They can put that one Emraku in because when they spin the dice... And then suddenly like, yeah, it pops like, out. Hey, boom, Emraku. Hey, hey bro. Okay. Let me see your hand. You know? So speaking of Emraku, my argument, or like at least my side of the argument is that, hey, this is... Uh, you know, the it's it's not oppressive. It's not oppressive yeah. like Emraku. But it is a few bad. It's like yeah. how they ban and why they ban Reflector Mage because Reflector Mage is a massive few bad card because once Reflector Mage hits the battlefield, yep. you know, you just wasted turn four casting your, your uh, yeah. Mind Rank Demon and then suddenly now I have Mind Rank Demon back in hand. I have uh, four cards in my, in my library or my library that just went down and I can't, you know, I cast my... Torrench, uh, not torrential, the Verdurous Gearhawk yep. uh, and does nothing and now I'm sad. So, you know, it, it's, a, it's a really feel-bad card because uh, or feel-bad combo because on turn, f- games just end yeah, on yeah. turn 4 because I don't have any reply to that goddamn yep. combo and uh, and the reason why I say there's no reply because I don't think there's enough removal that will deal with the with the copycat combo. We have Grass of Darkness, we have Fatal Push, and that's in black. We have Unlicensed Disintegration, which means that you have to splash two colors. We have uh, beyond that, we don't have well, much. We do, we do have for red. We have shock. Yeah, we have shock. Uh, for the red black, we have Incendiary Flow, which I think is actually a very good choice. Yeah, but Incendiary Flow doesn't kill the Sahili so, the minute it comes so, down. You see, Sahili. So yeah. Sahili, if you're playing, so in the deck choices where like these cards are going in, you're already playing some form of aggro where you have uh, Inventor's Apprentice, uh, two craft scrap heap. So if your opponent has a nut and he has like he has shock and harness lining into Sahili, into Feral Garden, yeah, you're going to lose anyway. So, but, yeah, that, that, but it feels bad. Yeah, I get yeah, what you mean. Does that mean that we always have to play red and or black uh, to just be able to, you know, to deal with this? Because I don't think there's... Uh, and now, you know, we're going to talk about, like, whether we should right. go and ban something from the Madu Vehicles deck. Because how do you deal with the Madu Vehicles deck except for putting in... Well, the Madu Vehicles deck is... 
you can deal with it. Yeah. You put in more artifact hate, you put in, you know, main board fragmentizers. Yep. Yeah, get rid of their scrap beat scroungers. You play um, you know, white white has a lot of tools to do with that. Green has quite a Plenty bit of, of tools. tools right? Uh red has tools, black has tools, and blue has no answers. Uh, well they have borrows expertise, they can bounce it away. Wow, after you're dead. On turn five after you die. Well, Yay, clap you <laughs> I can't really clap my hands because uh, yeah, it, uh, it's it just, broken. But uh, okay, uh, I, I, you get what I mean. Like yeah, versus yeah. versus, let's say, uh, so Madu Vikos, like you can deal with it, and but the cat combo, that's going to be hard to deal with, and it's going to be, you know, what we saw in the last Pro Tour where we had uh, very few uh, either work Marvel decks, yeah, because the approach was wrong. You know, and we're gonna see that happen here. The the approach to the Jeskai control deck was wrong. Uh or at least the meta game call was was wrong. They should have had more uh what do you call it? They should have more artifact removal in either the sideboard or the main board. Uh so the approach was kinda of wrong. But it's gonna come back and it's gonna come back with a lot more artifact removal to deal with uh j- just the aggressive portion of the deck yeah. which uh, the aggressive decks which is you know usually going to be Madu Vikos or will play a Scrap Heap Scrounger will play yeah. uh, I don't know what other what other uh, cards that you that you might have and you know and looking at the 21 to 23 point decks like the four color uh, the four color combo decks are the, the four color copycat decks are the ones that are doing better than the the just straight up just guy because they don't have as many answers as let's say the four color yep. uh, combo deck. Uh, so yeah, yeah. you you know okay. if, we will go back to that point where okay so now it's Madu vehicles yep. and then it's going to be green black uh, maybe not green black Dirium, but like maybe like Jan Jan yep. Agro. And but then it's gonna come back to hey we got copycat okay. deck right you know and then and, the, and then I feel it's gonna be like the dominant deck again like how Aetherworks Marvel was oppressive before this well I so yeah and my, then we talk about yeah. Emraku like why we ban Emraku right yeah so uh, I don't if if you're new to the, uh, the Powerline podcast I don't play a lot of standard <laughs> but the one time I played it I had a, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the story in the shortest form possible. I had a dominating box there. I was going lethal next to my open span, spun the wheel it and he got Emraku. And I inst- flat out instant lost the game because I yes. saw the exact way he would control my turn. And true enough, he played it correctly, which to his credit, is okay. Yep. Uh, but That's then, what you're supposed to do. So I untap, I remove the Emraku. He spins it again and gets another Emraku. I'm like, how do I win this game? This There's no way to come back. And it wasn't that I was playing. I don't think I played, made a mistake. I had a. I made a proper plan. I played the aggressive uh, game. Game one. Mm-hmm. The minute I saw like the land base, I was like, okay, I need to go hyper aggressive. Beat him before. You know, he spins but- one and Raku. I think he spins two in a row, and I'm just like, okay, now I'm basically dead, right? Okay, so Raku so maybe there's a it's a level of oppression because the card's ability is too high, and there's an engine to basically churn to it out churn and cheat his yeah. way in, uh, okay. in into the game with uh with the least amount of resources uh, kept, yeah. right? And now, when we look at uh, copycat, mm-hmm. so when when we look at a meta game call and we decide, I think I mean, if I'm Watsi or a game developer, and I feel that something's too oppressive, mm-hmm. I would look at the meta game. Uh, the meta game is basically our our stats of whether something is healthy or not. And the reason why Madu vehicles is so rampant and even green white is present and red black is because their aggro plan is solid and what the 3C Sahili copycat decks can't handle is an overwhelming board state because the, yeah. you can't land a, 
a Sahili into a blank board when your opponent has like Hal Kiran or some you know other creatures or scrap his scoundrel with a turn one two craft example or whatever yeah. so you now have to change the ball state where they have to be drawing shocks they have to be drawing harness lightnings they have to be they can't even draw a proper counter spell because the deck plays around it doesn't really have a lot of counter spell target yeah you can disallow something but oh, a, ca- yeah. a cultivator's caravan will hit you for five that's a truck that's one fourth of your life <laughs> so I feel like the reason why Sahili isn't represented that well in the Proto is simply because the pros have decided and play tested to say 3C doesn't work because people are going to slam cards into your face and you can't cast your combo piece into an empty board. Casting a Freda Guardian onto an empty board is horrible because yeah. if he untaps and he removes it, that's game over. That's yeah, that's why I'm man. saying like it will evolve. Yeah. So from here on in, it will evolve to a point where okay, it's going to be oppressive again. So do we, you know... However, like, so... so so in, like okay, do we let it evolve? So yeah. do we do we let it take the time to to get back to that point where hey, I'm not having fun playing Magic again because like yeah, okay, I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure like ending the game on turn four when you're about to win on turn four yourself yeah. or turn five yourself, uh, is not very fun at I, all. Okay, so I I think I mean we had a small discussion before the show. Yeah. So uh, my my reasoning of why also another reason why I don't think it'd be banned because. On a game one blind, if you don't know what your opponent's playing, you have no idea who he is, he's mm-hmm. come from Africa or something, <laughs> you don't know if he's playing Sahili. So you have to understand that your hand, your first hand keep is always a reasonable blind, three lands, four spells, mm-hmm. right? You might not have the removal for the Sahili by the time he hits the combo on turn four, if he all's in you. But that's okay. The, okay. the problem is the responsibility of the player who wants to win in game two and game three to mulligan to have a respectful hand that will answer the, the combo, yeah. But yeah. is there enough answer? So that's my yeah. that is the question that we need to answer. So, so we did say, yeah. you know, red black has the best yeah. ways to deal with the uh, combo. Even green, green, green has zero. Okay, well, I could, could say blue actually has answers to the yeah, combo yeah. deck because you run negates. You, you run negates. This allows yeah. uh, spell shriver or whatever, right? Green in a set way has prey upon. So if he casts Freda Garden first, nothing, no. But there's no. Yeah, he has to cast. He, he has to cast the Freda Garden first. So I, it is it is a bit. Uh, it's not untruthful to say there might be not enough answers mm. right now for like different color variations for more innovation to arrive. But instead, doesn't stop a multicolor deck from arriving. It just makes it such that a monocolor deck is harder to innovate out Man, because it, it's kind of oppressive in terms of card building when you have to have like certain cards to deal with certain. Uh, so yeah, it, it takes out like you know you're gonna be building a 56 card deck with yep. these four answers for just that one for combo, that one right? combo piece. And honestly, I think that is okay. Is that acceptable for me? That is okay because I mean, for me, I play. I mean, we both play more than, but yeah, I, play, yeah. I play more often nowadays. Mm-hmm. And if 10 years old of cards, sometimes you just can't... No one can build a deck that answers everything. Because if there's a deck that answers everything, everybody will just play that, that damn deck, right? Yeah, but we've only got 2 years so, worth of cards. So if, if 10 years old of cards couldn't answer everything, 2 years old of cards should not answer everything as well. And we should learn to accept that meta games do evolve. And when, when I mean evolve, one not only uh, does it mean new, tech, new selection of cards, mm-hmm. rather it's a cyclical evolution, right? So if Sahili is out of the picture now, a deck will... Now everybody will be sheeple, right? Everybody will play Malu Vico. So and people somebody is somebody's gonna be coming out with a deck that beats, beats Malu Vicos. But yeah. that deck may lose to Sahili. So it goes round and round and round. It's just whether you enjoy it going round and round and round. And if you have all the cards to play all the different decks, right? Yeah. And, well, okay. So I guess th- that's the thing. So that's usually my argument. But yeah. in this case, it's just 
a few bad things. It's, mm, yeah. I, 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 I describe it akin to Emraku is the extreme few bad. Yeah. Reflector Mage is the not extreme few bad yeah. because Reflector Mage hits the battlefield. You don't lose the game. Yeah, you don't lose the game. But <laughs> the thing is, here in like this case, yeah, you feel like you lost. Uh, I don't think you feel like you lost. I think Reflector Mage was a bad ban. Anyway, yeah. but the thing is, uh, in this case, you lose the game, like full stop. Yeah. Like you know, he drops the he drops a combo. You don't have the answer. Like, well, have you played against Enosium, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I'll play I'll, against Enosium. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I can definitely understand where you're coming from, and I agree to a small extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the area which I agree to more with your argument is when combos like these are around, and standard being the prevailing format, the magic uh, of magic play, it competitive will, play. Yeah. It does stifle new players from wanting to play because when they are learning the game, and then yeah, somebody's and like, like, "Hey, uh, yeah, by the way, I go infinite. How, what, what, do you, what do you mean by infinite? I don't understand. You know, I'm just <laughs> casting my three mana two two and stuff like blank text. You see, that's text. why. That's why I want the I want that mono green deck to to yeah, like uh, make it. I it. want uh, Andrian mangoes like weird. Uh, I, I save my comments for for post post video. Yeah. Uh, uh, but his, yeah, you can take a look vampire at deck, you know, to do well. Yeah, and I but. love that innovation. I I love to see new decks, but I don't. At least for standard, mm-hmm. only when the card is as oppressive as it is for Emrakul, well, I feel that there's a ban, a necessitated ban. So oh, Smuggler's yeah, Copter okay. kind of Smuggler's Copter it, was it, oppressive. Yes, it, was. it did stifle innovation, which is yeah. what as a player I wouldn't want either. Reflector Mage was kind of a bad ban, but I can see that they don't want the the metagame to always be having like just white blue tempo or esper tempo all the same time but it should okay and anyway. I can understand uh, it's not the right ban but it did change the metagame it will quite change a fair yeah bit. exactly right. uh, maybe they want ban uh, <laughs> like he casts Verita Garden you bounce and it and then he casts it, it again like... then he untaps and then he casts Sahidi that's, that's even worse this feels worse man <laughs> no he untaps he casts so the Sahili, right you can start killing the Sahili. so turn really, 4 right? you cast the Freya Guardian first right as <laughs> yeah, a white blue player you don't have stasis now you don't have declaration then you bounce, you it. bounce it then you cast Sahili. then you cast you got one turn you have one you turn, have one bro. turn so, <laughs> so it's kind of like derpy right <laughs> Uh, but I do feel that right now, I mean, I don't care. It's on the it's on the horizon. Yeah. Uh, now that the proto is over, we will eventually see more cards, more removals for different colors. And mm-hmm. once again, green has never been a color to look to for removal. Yeah. The only just... th- only card that I can remember that usually has like form of removal is like Polo Chronos from Teros. That monst- was still just creature where removal. It, but when it monstrous, it kills something. But instant speed, it kills a creature. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, which right. is what green doesn't have, right? Yeah. Your fights are usually sorcery speed. Mm-hmm. Or at worst, instant speed, but at an overwhelming does cost, sh- right? Yeah, just that shit. Yeah, so, I mean, color's not providing all the answers, does stifle a bit of innovation. But I do feel that it fits the theme all along. Like, you don't yeah, have a yeah, green counter spell in standard, right? Or, no, no. Like, when do you have <laughs> last have a multicolor green, inclusive of green counter spell? It's like ages uh, ago, right? Voids, no, Voids man. Slime? No, no, no. Uh, uh, there's the one that drains, is the mana drain thing. Yeah. Mystic Pyrogenesis, whatever. I yeah. don't know that why. So I there are cards, but it does fit the team. Because it, yeah. it does make you force yourself to play a different color, which yeah. is what Stan is kind of doing now. So mm. if you want to answer that, you sort of have to learn to deal with playing more than just one color. Unless you can innovate it well enough that it doesn't need to splash the color. But right. that requires a lot of intensive playtesting, a lot of um, trial and error. 
Okay. And once again, your deck can't answer everything because if it does, the minute you play, everybody will just play that deck because it's so damn good, right? <laughs> because, you know, yeah, we're all, I... all sheeple. We, we want to win. We just want the easy way out. Yeah, well, some of you are sheeple. Hey, don't lie. Don't lie to yourself. Conform it. I only, I only conform when there's a lot of money on the line or like a hey, lot of stakes on no, the line. Let's, let's, sell, let's sell out 101. W, WMCQ and uh, what's the other one? What's the GPKL? Uh, yeah, that, these are the two times hey, I sold out. This, like, this still sell out, man. This sell is a sell. Even WMCQ, the modern WMCQ, I went like some crazy jank deck because I knew by round seven I would have to leave. So <laughs> well, then that's kind of. I mean, that's your choice. But I'm saying that if you're a supporter of the jank, you can't conform and say I didn't cop out. You did. You copped out. That's that's the end. I of copped it. out. Yeah. I know. That's why I say yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. So let us know if you agree with either of us I still hold my stance like I don't think yeah. uh, you know it's still a few bad card but uh, you obviously feel that the market has hey man I've been, I've been destroyed by Turn 1 Blood Moons many <laughs> a times I've learned I've learned to cope with it I've learned to sit down and say this is not my fault this is, this is just how it is, is the game this is the this game, game. Uh, alright so let us know in the comments we are going to uh, do we have no we don't have a pick of this week so it's okay I would suggest getting I really would suggest can, getting Kozilek's returns you, you can put the things. picture that they sent on the, the group chat the one, uh, one? The, the one the cat there are so many flavors but you chose to be salty <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to find a cat that added like was adding salt to something so yeah <laughs> Uh, Alright, we're going to end the show here Thanks for listening Remember you can find new episodes of the Power9 Podcast Every week, power9podcast.com uh, You can find us on iTunes As well as on mtgcast.com You can find us on Facebook Facebook.com slash power Podcast. You can find us on YouTube And hopefully this week I will actually post up a video maybe. Of the this thing. Yeah, maybe Because mm. I, I get lazy I get, lazy. I get lazy. lonely and lazy Elsewhere so, yeah. Elsewhere, yeah yeah. Uh, and um, what was that? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Power9 Podcast. Uh, Edwin's been hard at work posting up some of those bling blings. I need to send him all my judge foil blings. Damn. Hopefully, this round I get another set of judge foils for just for doing the podcast. Uh, Nobody cares, one can right? be hopeful, right? Yeah. I I, for- I keep forgetting you bring the presents for y'all. What presents? I have, no, I, I will bring it. Okay. One day when all of us are here, I will... So, I will like, basically it. never. Which is almost never. Like, you you yeah. blame it on Edwin, man. Don't blame it I, on me. Man, the, the guy, sadly among us three, among us four, he's the only one with an actual life because yeah. he has a wife yeah, and rhymes in a house. Life, wife goals. Uh... And you can also find us on Twitter at Power9Podcast. The 9 is the number 9. You can find myself at The Asian Judge. You don't have a Twitter account. Yes, I Don't disturb you on Facebook. Yeah, uh, if you want to <laughs> add me, uh, please be a female and be hot. Uh, okay. No, I'm just joking about... Uh, if you do want to chat more about magic, please send me a Facebook message first and let me know who you are and uh, you're listening to a podcast and then add me. And I'll be cool with it, you know. Not just like randomly add and stuff because that's weird. <laughs> uh... Last but not least, you can also find us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Asian Judge, twitch.tv slash Grey Ogre Games. Every Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, I do the stream with Alfian. Well, I do on Tuesdays, Alfian does, does on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Uh, and we, you know, we stream either standard, modern, whatever your flavor yep. is. Uh, Frontier as well, sometimes. Eh. How's, how's the Frontier crowd coming along? Okay, right? It's dead, uh? 
Uh, yeah. I gala, mean, gala. still got. I think uh, there are still players in Singapore, la, but uh, I think it's primarily because our location is not suitable for the people who actually want to play Frontier. So we don't actually get a lot of crowd in. Uh, okay. There are more modern players, uh, yeah. for sure. Uh, oh, maybe it's just a bad format. Dun, no, dun, dun. <laughs> I get <laughs> to play all the jank and all the oppressive shit. No, you know what you're yeah. gonna play? You're gonna play some color with blue with, with Dick True Time and Treasure Cruise. Yes. And Emrakus, right? Clearly a fair format, by oh, the yeah. way. Uh, Alright, we are going to wrap it up right here. So thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Uh yeah, this I know this is episode 100, but uh, oh oh shit, whatever, oh damn, uh, yeah, we were supposed pa, pa, to do a top pa, ten. Okay, okay. Maybe I'll do a episode. I would just label this episode 101. Yeah, and then we'll do episode let's one. Let's cheat yeah, 101, man. We'll postpone, we'll postpone, and then do episode 100. We'll, we'll wait till we get the magical all four of us to do episode 100, right? Yep, exactly. Uh, all right, so for myself and Cass, we are signing off. See Bye-bye. you guys. Ciao.